Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys Podcast right here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network, powered by SB Nation. Your host, Dave Sturcio, alongside Brett and Keith Ernst. Boys, we have done it. We have won five games in a row, guys. This is this is exactly how I drew it up, just so you know. No, it's not. Stop. Okay. It, well, is. Here, it is, though. Here we go. Ready? I no, will you just predicted re- five and one. I did, and that's where they are. I did. <laughs> I did. I, I predicted five and one uh, at the break, and I predicted that they would beat the Patriots handedly the entire game. I was well, you completely didn't predict to go like this. <laughs> it, it was. You did it not was, predict I, it to go like this. I was very confident the entire well, game. Time, <laughs> I'm just. I'm excited about the record. Okay, and listen, I'll. I'll just preface it like this: the group chat that we have uh, on Sundays on game days are no reflection of how I actually feel about this team. It's just that. <laughs> first of all, no, you want to call that. I'm both of you saying the game was over after that. Nobody, I didn't say the game was but over. You, did. you agreed it. with them. You'll agree. You agreed with them. I was like, are you guys messing with me right now? It's over. No, no, no. That was in response. Tyler, it's over. No, it's over. I, You're like, hold yeah. on. I said absolutely, but that was in response to the other thing, not to that. What other the game, thing? The, game, the, the one before what you said, Church, that it came Church, in late. The guy who predicted five and one thought <laughs> the game was over with 12 minutes left in the first quarter. <laughs> Literally, that's what he said. And Listen, we'll talk about your five and one, but we're bringing that up too. Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, Listen, the, this game, obviously, the the rest of the network have have beaten it over over the head, and we're we're on to the next thing. But I I do want to touch on it for a second. You know, it, it's great to see that despite some bad coaching blunders, that the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott and company could still get it done on their own. Like I don't know about you guys, but I thought he was definitely playing for an overtime field goal win, and they just happened to have thrown it to Ceedee Lamb, and he happened to have taken it in. Do you guys feel that way? I do. Uh, that honestly, I know a lot of people. That was one of the most impressive games I've seen from them all season. Yeah, because everything was against them. The refs were terrible in that game. Zeke and Randy Gregory were entirely right to call them out. I mean, let's not forget about that. The late hit on Dak they didn't call. Correct. That was terrible, dude. There was literally like he threw the ball. He's jumping. The guy comes up and just throws him on his ass, and they don't do anything. I mean, that's what New England does, though. And I don't, and I'm not, I know people say I'm into conspiracy theories, but whenever there is a high profile game in New England, like the Cowboys, like the Bucks a few weeks earlier, like the Tuck rule, there's always those calls that make absolutely no sense. So, yes, they fought back because in the past, this is a game we definitely lose and we won it. So, I'm very impressed with it. 
Yeah, I mean, it's one of the, it's probably the, the grittiest win that we've had all season, which is perfect going into the bye. Obviously, Dak Prescott falls, you know, lands on his calf, strains his calf. You know, are you guys at all concerned with this calf? You guys played the sport at a higher level than me. I don't know. There's different there's, there's different uh, levels to a, a calf strain. Uh, it's obviously the same ankle and the same leg as the ankle injury. Like, I think the bye, obviously, everybody knows this. The bye is coming at a perfect time right now for the rest. And you know what I mean? Like, as far as resting. But Troy Aikman has gone on record and says that, you know, he's done this before as well. And when you're a quarterback and it's not an arm thing and it's not an arm injury that, you know, you'll, you're able to do everything else other than scramble. And he thinks that the offensive line has played well enough where Dak can almost alter his game right now while his cap is still hurt. Well, Troy, Troy can speak because that time he tore his Achilles. I mean, he, he threw for 400 yards in that game. Right, Keith? Wasn't that almost when 400? Did he, when did he tear his Achilles? I don't know if he's tear his Sorry, Achilles. Can remember, they enacted that uh, that Miami Dolphins-style offense. He hurt his Achilles. He, he just three steps, pop, pop. He was just shooting everybody. I don't remember. I, I, I don't think there's it could have been. It could have been. It, you know yeah, what? Look that up, bro. Look it up. I remember. <laughs> I, I don't think he ever hurt his Achilles, man. It may have been something else. Well, no, I just said he he, he alluded to having this calf strain once upon a time. Yeah. He knows exactly how it feels. So he went on and said, you know, that it's going to be okay, and and Dak Prescott won't miss a beat because he can actually, you know, adjust his well, style of play. This is this is what I say, search to that. I don't care what it is. When I see my starting Dallas Cowboy quarterback in a walking boot, I worry. You know, and he yeah. was in a walking boot. I mean, I know, I know what it is, but it's still, and it's almost like, you know, thank God we're still in the NFC East, right? Correct. Because we're, we're what? We're three games ahead of the closest person right now, correct? Yeah, we're three games ahead. Closest up. team, I meant. Yeah. So I meant if, if we got to think about this, I know, oh, we got to win every game, you know, whatever. If we have to play it safe and throw Cooper Rush in for a game, if, I'm not saying that's going to happen, everyone. We have the leeway to do that if we want to. Because here's the deal, bro. You rush someone back like we had to with Romo that uh, 2015 year after he beat the Dolphins and we rushed him back to do that. And then he got knocked out again in the Thanksgiving game yep. because he wasn't ready yet. We don't need to do that. We're Correct. In a really and, good spot and, right and it just so happens that last year we defeated the Minnesota Vikings with Andy Dalton as the quarterback. Absolutely. So, so, look, yes, I, I agree with that. If for whatever reason QB1 is not ready to rock 100%, I think that if they're going to rest them at all, it, it should be, you know, the three-week bye, you know, being this week, next week, and the week after that, and then he's fine, good to go. Because remember, yeah. guys, now that the bye is happening in week seven, right, we have six games in our under our belt. That means we got to play 11 straight. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. no more there's no more breaks. So this is yeah, this is the time to get as healthy as possible. And speaking of getting as healthy as possible, we do know that we're going to be getting or at least all reports are saying that Michael Gallup will be back. Now, do you guys are like how do you guys feel about that considering the fact that we've seen a lot out of both especially I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about Cedric Wilson real quick in that one play. I mean, well, there was, no, was you didn't ask to. me about that. You just kept rolling, so I just let you go. But I think that was the key play of the game, man, was that when he caught that on the sideline that kept that drive going. I mean, I was fourth that, down, of course. That, that was, to me, the, the biggest play of the whole game. I, I, I know we, we talk about CeeDee Lamb's touchdown, which, of course, won it. But if it wasn't for that catch, that catch was almost impossible, man. I feel like he was in the air for about four minutes. I mean, <laughs> that's what it felt it. like. I mean, that's the only place Dak could put it. And Correct. And a fantastic catch. Yeah, I mean, and I, I was, I mean, I was that, actually that, getting to – 
Yeah, I was, I was getting this. I was getting the Cedric Wilson, considering the fact that Michael Gallup is coming back and he's coming back from his own calf uh, injury. Um, do you think this stunts not stunts the growth, but do you think that like right now the Cowboys are rolling? They've won five in a row. Are they in that mentality of like it's not broke? Don't don't fix it. Don't make any changes. You know what well, I mean? No, because there is things they have to adjust. I mean, Gallup is is just another threat. You know, uh, listen, I wanted to talk about this team is everything I thought it wasn't in the beginning of the season. And what I meant by that is when you hear, I watch those sounds of the sideline mm-hmm. there. It's we, it's us. Um, you know, like, like the receiving core was like, there's three of us, baby. There's three of us. Right. right. Um, they, they are really playing as a unit and it's, uh, it's really, it's really amazing. And, and the fact that, you know, uh, Gallup comes back, I think adds more, way more depth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course, I just don't know uh, again, right now, Cedric Wilson's getting the reps, because of of Michael Gallup's absence, so I'm I'm just curious to know how you think you, they'll gel without him. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, you know, Cedric Wilson also did drop a touchdown pass. From he did, he did. That yeah, one he was did. right and in I, the red I mean, basket. I, yep. I don't mean to point out negative stuff, but I mean he's not playing flawlessly either. I mean nobody is. He, you know, they're all dropping. They all drop passes. That was just a big. I mean, honestly, he made up for it for that fourth down catch. Oh, of course, of course. Because if he caught that touchdown, we're not in this position. No. Not I don't at all. Think he scored on that drive, right? Uh, I believe. Yeah, I think it was. A, yeah, it was definitely a field goal since we were that close. Unless, yeah. So I mean, he made up for it. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, we're we're getting a couple pieces back onto the offensive yeah. side of the ball. We're getting Lyle Collins back. He's going to be playing right tackle. So our offensive line might, if if all goes well with practice, this might be the first time that we get our full complementary offensive line together for the first time since like Lord knows how long. You know, yeah. so it'll finally finally happen. Um, and that leads me to thinking that uh, Zeke and Pollard, as good as they've been, Keith, do you think it's a possibility that they can even be better? You know what I mean? Like, I, I know they're playing kind of ahead of themselves right now. Do you think that this this offense as a whole, adding the right tackle, do you think they get better? Uh, yeah, I mean, can they get any better? That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm they saying. Can, In the last yeah. four games, they're averaging 40 well, points look, a game. I mean, yeah, I mean, here's the deal. I mean, it's not like Terrence Steele hasn't been playing well. So I think it's correct. I don't think it changes. What, what's the degree of Tyron Smith's injury? Do we know? No, nah, he's good to go. Is he, he? He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. He, he actually came back into the game, if you'll remember. Like, he went into the, uh, no, the locker room. It was at, he went – he got – I heard after the game, he, he got checked in – he got checked out again. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, they're going to – the adrenaline wears off and you want to check it out. But right as of right now, he's all, – all signs point to him being fine and him coming back. Can we also shout out Jersey Boys – uh, podcast legend Luke Gifford on his block punt. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's my guy. Everybody, if we were on the Luke Gifford hive the entire time, going back to a couple years back, finally makes a big, big play on special teams. Keith, do you think the block punt actually makes up for all the blunders on special teams we've seen throughout the course of the year? Or do you still work? Got something good. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it does, but we didn't. I don't think we scored on that drive. I'm not sure. If, uh, off the I top of my head, I, I don't know. I think that might be. But regardless, it was a yeah. It's about time something we got something good on special teams. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that was good. I mean, it didn't. Well, first of all, on the the double team block they called. Oh, Jesus. But that's my that's my point. Like I've never even heard that before. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I I know well, what, what it is. Yeah, I know what it is. Sorry. But yeah, it's all right. I know what it is. Um, that's ten thirty. Uh, no, I got it. Don't worry about it. Um, I, I know what it is as far as like the 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 rule, right? You can't you can't like form a wall anymore like they used to back in the day. You know what yeah. I mean? So 
And I guess that's what they caught and called. I don't know, man. Just, but you said it before in the open. You know, the, the New England Patriots, for whatever reason, have this this yeah. like this this Bill Belichick stigma in the back of their like they they're, they're no matter what they're gonna get a call here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and yeah. it was very picture, yeah. very one sided in the beginning. Absolutely. Like there was there was Absolutely. not a Patriots penalty until about the third quarter. I feel like. Yeah, no, it was, and I mean, even the, the call on Tyrone Smith, there was one. It's like, like we had twelve pen- penalties for one hundred and fifty one yards. I think, if I remember right. Yeah, I don't even know how many we had all year. That's what I'm saying. I I felt like, like this team as a whole is not like we never lack discipline. You know what I mean? Like we've our penalty yards are are obviously up there, but you know I feel like there was never a thing that we had to keep worrying about. We would just we would just be. The, the, the penalties in, for the Dallas Cowboys this year have been very untimely and very right. unfortunate, you know, and they come at the wrong times. But as far as, like, numerous penalties, I don't think – I don't look at this Cowboys team as a as a penalized team, you know, but it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's what I like about um, – I was going to say, uh, that's what I like about what Randy Gregory said, too. He's like, we know it's part of the game, and you have to know it's part of the game because if you let that get to you, you know, you're going to – oh, you know, you're going to lose because, you, you, you know, you get a great play. They were getting great plays, and then it would be – It'd go away with a, uh, a penalty, you know, but then they fought right back and get when they would get another one. I mean, that's yeah. what good teams do, man. Yeah, no, I hear that's you. What, Our, you know, yeah. The Cowboys of old are, I was expecting, dude, this really honestly says a lot about the team, man, and how they played, and they didn't let anything fluster them. Again, Keith, have you seen the sounds on the sidelines of this game? I have not yet. Oh, it's great. Oh, watch it. And, okay. and you know what else is great, too? I mean, look, again, I'm, I told you, I'm so glad I was wrong. And, you know, I, even if we overpaid for Dak, I'm pretty sure he's at a point where he'll take a pay cut to keep this team. But the way the receivers communicated, the way the running backs after the game telling each other they love each other, talking about family, talking about team. But Dak on the sideline, when, when, when he scored again and he's like, this is what I want, let's go, Right. It starts with that kid, and it's it starts with him. I I think our only weak point's McCarthy. <laughs> That's it seems. Listen, I I talked to RJ in the in the roundtable discussion on Tuesday of this past week, and uh, he's wondering why Mike McCarthy doesn't get any credit going. Like as the team is five and one, and I think honestly, their team is five and one because of the skill that we have on the field and and the coordinators that we have right now Kellen Moore still kind of gives me the 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 yips with a couple of his cute plays but Dan Quinn has come in here and revolutionized the Cowboys defense where all of a sudden we're a top tier defense and we're getting takeaways every third down but this I'm telling you man these kids are built differently and and it's that Gen Z mentality and and again I I love to bring in me performing in cities and and in front of crowds these 20-somethings are built differently than the millennial. The millennial was, was more, you know, marketing, myself, you know, even going into my gen- – like the younger version of my generation. These kids are playing like the old school guys. They're playing with each other. Like they're, they're, they're more into the sacrifice. Like there's not one receiver going, I need the ball, I need the ball. They're all distributing it and, and playing as a unit. It's really it's really awesome, man. It, yeah, it was C.D. Lamb on the sounds of the sidelines where he goes, I'll tell you what, there's three of us. It's crazy. It's crazy because, uh, again. Me, double me. Double me. There's two more. Well, how about yeah. the fact that Randy Gregory was like, go ahead. You better chip me because if you don't chip me, I'm getting home. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. They, they have – and it's not a cockiness. It's just a – 
a confidence. It's a, it's a confidence that these guys have built in the first six weeks of this season. Now, I will ask you guys both this. I mean, it's probably you've already well, wait, kind really of defined- quick, Dave, too. Just, hold on, hold on, really quick. Go ahead, go ahead, it's go ahead. also they have this they have this us against them mentality that they're displaying, rightfully so. And you know, as a fan for for as long as I've been a fan, I, I'm you know, listen, I was fed up. I was fed up with what the front office was doing, what they were looking for, right? Like I told you, I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I'm not a Dak Prescott fan, right? I mean, I love the kid, but if the, if you don't if they don't sign him, whatever, I don't you know. Dak has Dak has taken on the identity of the Cowboys, if that makes sense. Like it does. You know, and again, we don't know this. We're only going on what we see. But when you hear the way they're acting and talking, uh, again, man, it, it's they're built differently, bro. And and I, I I love it, man. I love this team. I love the fact that I'm uh, the CD Lamb and Zeke and Dak, and and now we have our D. Defensive lineman Gregory and and you know the way we're all playing, we I actually feel like we're the Dallas Cowboys, if that makes sense. Yeah, like they so all saying- they all look like they belong together on the same team. So for the first time, you're you're looking at this team like they have an identity, like they have it, they have something to them. I'm and I asked, them not I- even like not even like the '90s Cowboys because we kept Irv and we kept Irv, you know, but when you saw like our defense, like in the '80s Cowboys, Randy White, you know, Ed Jones. Tony Dorsett, Danny White, Drew Pearson. We we had a whole – it was like the Avengers, right? Now, right? now we have that again. We got Diggs. We got we got Gregory. We got Zeke. You know, all uh, – dude, it just – we seem like uh, the Dallas Cowboys, the new and improved Dallas Cowboys of old, if that right. makes sense. I love it. I love it. Listen, you know me, man. I mean, you don't, you don't got to hype me up. I'm the one that's always like – you guys are like, hey, Dave, calm – a little sturge, calm down. But even look- if we start to skid a little, even if we start to skid a little, um, you know, it's still the way they're playing and with the heart they're playing. And, and they didn't give up, man. And they played for each other. Like, what's his name said? I don't need – I don't. did you see the defensive huddle when he's like, I need you, I need you, mm-hmm. I need you. Mm-hmm. Like, we all need each other. We're playing for each other. Like, it's 300, dog. Let's go. Let's <laughs> die on our shields. <laughs> so, Keith, I, I, I'll start with you as far as – uh, we played six games. You know, we got a we got a whole nother technically quote half a season to go, even though it's it's a lot more than half. Um, your biggest surprise coming out of Dallas right now. You know, six games in, something that you're looking at, you're like, whoa, didn't expect that. I would say let's leave out the obvious that the defense is playing well, but like maybe go individual player. I don't know. Something that's surprising you the most. No, man, I gotta I'm sorry, I can't I gotta I gotta go turnovers. That's okay. To. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. No, I mean, I knew what Dak was capable of. We all know what Zeke was capable of. We know what our offense was capable of. We have not, we we did not know what this defense was capable of. As a matter of fact, that's the reason why I had them at three and three. So I have to say my biggest surprise is this, the turnovers now. Once again, the turnovers, because there were some big plays and I'll bring up LVE, which I, I think I said in the text, he did not have a good game. No. He missed a lot of tackles. There were two big plays he missed that resulted in, um, you know, that resulted in touchdown drives, the mm-hmm. first two touchdowns that the Patriots had. So that was a little scary seeing that again. But, you know, nothing's perfect. I get it. But, yes, the turnovers, those that to me, that is what I'm most surprised with so far. Brett. Uh, of course, it's defense. Uh, absolutely. 200 <laughs> percent. You know, and, you know, I'm not going to beat Keith, his point, but he's right. I mean, you know, we still gave up some big plays. Look, again, this is the style of defense we're playing, though. 
you know, and, and I don't know if it's by design, you know, where, where we're playing back more, giving up those types of plays, but is so more, in so the running more, game. So, so more know, like a bend, but don't break. Like bend, but don't break. Yeah, like but give again, up the yards, you know, listen, but not the it's, points. It's, it's the NFL, man. And it's not what it used to be. It's it's not where, you know, you, you let the receiver catch the out so you can high low them and give them alligator arms. You know what I mean? It's not where right. you, you can go and high low the quarterback. So, you know, and talk junk to them like they used to. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a different, it's, it's like almost more like a finesse style. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, the, the yardage is, you know, we're middle of the pack, but we're number one in turnovers and that's everything. So uh, obviously it's the defense, man, 100%. Yeah, you, know, you I see mean, glimpses of our old defense from last year, especially when they let a big run go up the middle. It was what was that one? It's like th- uh, third and two, and the guy he broke for twelve yards. You know that type of stuff, right? But you know, again, a defense is definitely the surprise. Yeah, I, I would say I, that's the obvious answer. Both of you guys are riding the defense because we were very, uh, you know, going into the season, we were very like, show me, show me, show me, because we were very skeptical based off the crap we had to watch last year. Totally understood. New scheme, new everything. I want to say the biggest and I'm surprise. also surprised at how unselfish Zeke is. That would be my other thing. Yes. Because you would think with all the money that they gave him and the way he he does all his th- – he is – when you again, when you see him off camera, he's hugging Dak. I love you. Uh, even with Pollard, you know, he's okay with splitting time with him, man. And, and you know, it's just – like I said, man, this team is built differently from any team I've seen in a long time. I think I think the biggest surprise right now to me is that the team has bought into whatever this culture has 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 begun to to, to develop here. And I, when I say that, I mean, like like you just said, Zeke is not Mister. I need my twenty five carries. It's I need my twenty carries, and I'll chip a couple guys on my blocking, and then let Tony Pollard finesse him. And then same thing with the receivers, like. Cooper is going to catch that slant route nine out of 10 times. But when you want to burn somebody over the top, there's CD lamb. And the biggest, one of the biggest surprises is when we're sitting here in the beginning of the, of the preseason and we're sitting there like, Oh, 
well, we might we might have two tight ends that are good. No, we have two tight ends that are good. Like Dalton Schultz is very, very, uh, a very well, nice listen, surprise. Our depth is everything right now, too, man. And, you know, and, and Curse has been playing phenomenal. Uh, our safeties have been playing great, man. They've been running up, making some big plays, man, behind the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, uh, 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 dude, it's just everything is, is falling into place, is, especially when the bye week happened. Yeah. You know, uh, and and the Cowboys have to realize it is us against the world. Dude, there's so many people rooting for us to, to self-destruct. Oh, it's, so it's, it's every, it's every major the network. hated team in the world. I mean, it, when you have Patriot fans and jet fans going, you guys are going to blow it. <laughs> we could, they're an afterthought to us. The only team that really we hate is the Eagles and maybe the giants. You know what I mean? And, and the teams in our division, we're not sitting there rooting against, uh, you know, Indianapolis when their fans are like, <laughs> you guys are going to suck, man. You know, <laughs> every team hates us. Yeah, it seems to be every major network is out there saying, all right, when is this team going to self-destruct? And that's fine. Well, But we do have the original, the real playmaker, Michael Irvin, uh, out there telling Cowboys Nation right now to buy your Super Bowl tickets. So I don't know about all the hype in the world, and I, I'm that if I'm taking a, a play at a Keith's playbook. Um, I, I don't know about the whole buy your Super Bowl tickets right now. But, Keith, in that same breath, when we the biggest surprise to you guys has been the defense. Going into the second half of the season, technically, I know there's 11 games left. Going into the next 11 games, what is your biggest worry right now? What are you concerned about still? With a 5-1 and one record, the Cowboys are playing high. They're going crazy right now on the scoreboard, averaging 40 points a game in the last four games. Like, it's insane. What do you, what do you, what, what still makes you a little, like, a little uneasy? Uh, once again, I think you guys already touched on it, and it's, it's, it's coaching decisions. You know, that's what scares me the most. I mean, I'm just, I mean, you know, we've been lucky that some of the decisions that have been made in the previous games that we won, um, that we did win. And, right. and that was the clock management. I mean, he took a weird timeout in this game, too. Before the there was, yeah, there was a timeout. Like, I don't understand that one. I'm yeah. sitting there. I'm like, wait, just let them let the clock run out, uh, the yeah. play clock. And he, eh, it's just, I don't know, man. It's I mean. like, like, there's little things like that that I think that I'm hoping. Like right now, yeah, great. You know, we can lose a regular season game like that once in a while, but I'm just hoping it doesn't rear its head in a very, very important game or even a playoff game, you know, where bad clock management, bad challenge, you know, like you were, like Sturge, you were flipping out about them going out, going for it on fourth and one in the beginning of the game on the 20, whatever yard line there. There's another. Correct. Yeah, but that, but in that same regard, in that same breath, like we're like I'm questioning that, right? And I'm like, all right, I guess they're gonna go. Here we go. But then towards the end, they kick a field goal and they miss, and I'm like, well, why didn't you just go for it, Mister? I go for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 what, yeah. what are we doing here? So yes, there's a couple McCarthyisms, I'll call them, uh, that are really starting to make everybody kind of worry. I, I'll piggyback with that and say, yeah, I guess that's my biggest concern going into the rest of the year because look. When you look at this Dallas Cowboys schedule, and we'll get into it in a second, we won't really go game by game because we don't have a lot of time. But um, I, I do worry about the decision making. I when Kellen Moore is rolling, he is absolutely rolling. But when he does the whole let's run the option for a two point conversion or a reverse, I'm just like ready to blow my head off. So, All right, like, but also, also too, I mean, it's football, like McCarthy said, and you know when you watch. I don't know if you guys have been gambling this year because I'm allowed to. I'm in Vegas right now. And so I'm in Jersey. Start. I'm Jersey. You're in yeah. Jersey. Um, you see a lot of bad decision making, which you view as the coach's era. 
Like, you know, even Belichick, I, I wasn't, ha- you know, I, I, there's a couple things that were suspect with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and those are the risks you take. <laughs> no. Yeah, you know yeah what, like, you know, you, why would you give the – go ahead, Keith, what? No, I was going to say, you know what, and I, and I sent that in a text. That's how I kind of knew, like, we were going to win because there was a minute and something seconds left, and he just he, – he, uh, he, he, he ran the ball. Like, he didn't even try to score. I know. You guys remember that? Yeah. It was like well, – I was the, like, well, that's oh, what – but like, but what I'm trying to say is like, that's why I'm like, that's not like Belichick. Like he was like surviving. He didn't want his quarterback to make a mistake, I guess. But and, that's and how you know, you know, shout, anyway. shout out to Belichick. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Did, did he get in a fight on the sidelines? Anybody he else notice like, how dude, he bloodied like up he was? <laughs> he looks horrible. He, he looked like so he got bad. in a fight. Like, I mean, he's like yeah. batting his lip. Like he's blotching his lip. He's got a broken nose. Right. Look at that. I'm like, fight with his son. Have you seen the son? <laughs> he's always with the with the teeth grinding. <laughs> that guy's great, by the way. Oh, he's it's Bobcat yeah, from uh, I'm, from I'm the of the Nerds. By the way, I'm making that up. It's not you know. He just looks. He uh, looks uh, yeah, very yes. intense. And he, he is he on looked, yes. I'm not <laughs> accusing him of that. Yeah. He's actually on heroin. Yeah, we're, we made up the we made up the coke part. <laughs> Jesus no, um, but like I said, like when you're when you're watching other teams play, you'd be like, why did they go for that decision? Why did they go? So again, it's we're only viewing it as it not always going our way or bad ways as well. Um, like even with Kellen Moore, everybody's saying he's he's going to have a head coaching job by next year. I meant uh, Tony Romo. Tony Romo basically put him, took him off the Cowboys. You know, like next year, he's like, oh, he won't be here. I'm like, well, after this decision, would, would you, would you, would it, would you think it'd be Jerry Jones smart enough to fire McCarthy yes. and then hire Kellen? Yes. Well, well, we didn't, we didn't do that for for we didn't do that for Wade Phillips. We just told Jason Garrett, we're like, look. You're the next guy. Don't go anywhere, please. Here's a bunch of money. And when we fire Wade Phillips, you're the guy. So that's literally what they have to do again. But you know what? Though? There's something to be, but there's something to be said about McCarthy. Like at the end of the games, the players love him. They They're love responding. Him. Like I said, they bought into the whatever. They the yeah, rallying around him. You know, it all started when it all started when he smashed the smashed the watermelon last year. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, I I will ask you guys because it's it is the podcast and we are the hype boys of this uh, of this network. So, look, we got another eleven games to play, right? And right now we're sitting three games pretty, uh, three and a half if you count the Eagles because we beat the brakes off of them already. So, where how far can this team go? How many wins can this team compile? You know the schedule based off of like. You know that the NFC East, you got two meetings with the Washington football team. You got another meeting with the Giants. You got another meeting with the Eagles. That's four games. The bigger games on the schedule, we do play the Cardinals. We do play the the Chiefs. We do play the Raiders on Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Like, we got the Vikings after the bye. Can this team compile enough wins to to be in the conversation to be the one seed in the NFC? Sorry, Keith. Uh, Sorry, Keith. What do you think? Oh, absolutely they can. I mean, there's definitely a chance. um, But – I don't know if that's going to happen. I mean, that's you need Arizona to to. I mean, there's still one game up on us. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, looking at our schedule, what we got, we still have the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Got Atlanta. They've got a good defense, but not a great offense. So I don't think they can keep up with us. We got Atlanta, which has a good offense but a terrible defense, which I think will outscore. We got KC, who's very similar to Atlanta, believe it or not. When I say yeah. that, except their defense is worse than Atlanta, so we may be able to outscore the Chiefs. The Raiders, they're they're balanced, so that would be a good game. The Saints, I think we can outscore the Saints. The Washington football team, the Giants, Arizona might be a problem. So say we have 
let's just go on record and say we have we're we lose two more games, right? Right. So what does that make us? So that 14, makes us fourteen and three. Yeah. So back in the day, that would get you a uh, that would get you a buy, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not looking at everyone else's schedule, but yes, there is a chance that for, if fourteen and three can get you a first round buy or get you the top seat, I should say, then yes, we have a shot. All right, uh, Brett. I mean, look, you know the teams on the schedule based off of what we just hey, said. Don't, can don't this team on, don't, sleep, don't sleep on Minnesota either, man? You know, look. We, we should have – when you're looking at the NFL, and look, this game last week is a great example, okay? First of all, my biggest concern going forward, which I didn't address, is injuries. That's, that's mostly what I'm, I'm concerned about, you mm-hmm. know? And if we, if we play injury-free, then we got to deal with the referees, which exactly – look, I have never in my, my years as a Cowboy fan, and Keith will probably rec- uh, can recollect it better – Seen a team that we dominated like that and was just in the game and in even leading. Uh, the refs destroyed us. Um, it was so bad that, you know, I get why the AFC East fans have always been talking about the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, that was ridiculous. And then you have a, a touchdown that they don't even review where he's right. in the end zone, which yeah. I would have called the timeout or challenged that at least. You know what I mean? That, I, that made yeah. no sense to me. Um. And then they called the fumble a touchdown, so they could review it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which it, yeah, it's, I don't know. It was a, it was an so anything mess, can yeah. happen. So gotcha. let's say so we go four, let's say we go fourteen and three. Mm-hmm. Okay, now if one of those wins is is against Arizona, who I think is playing solid football, and again, you know, if if you watch the Patriots Cowboys game, Arizona squeaked by. I think it was two weeks ago. And look, every team's beatable, right? Um, I, I can't think of a team other than Arizona. The Rams are looking, you know, they look good too. They're five and one. Uh, that the Cowboys are are as I mean, we're all playing good football. The NFC is absolutely. We could definitely be top three seed with a yeah. buy. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's only the top. There's only there, there's now. only one now. Well, two seeds. So no, no. Well, there's only no, one. Yeah, there's three. Yeah, two doesn't get it. So um, the, the only doesn't get a buy. Not anymore. No, no. Doesn't get a buy. Arizona plays in a tougher division, though. That's the only thing. They still got to play the Rams again. They got to play the Niners twice. If you look, yeah, if you look at the schedules, right? Or again, sorry, not twice. Right. Yeah. If you look at the schedules going forward, the Dallas Cowboys schedule is like leaps and bounds easier than any other team in the NFC right now. And the yeah, NFC is absolutely that, loaded. Again, though, again, that's that either works in our favor or against us. I mean, I, I would say it works in our favor, just like it did for the Niners in the 80s and the Pats now. Where you know, because the rest of the t- rest of the league is coming in, you know, they're they're going through dogfights to win the division. Yeah. Correct. So if, if if we could skate through, look, I I I don't think the odds of us getting a first seed, you know, I don't know, man. It's but it's Minnesota it's, scares me. By the way, Minnesota's I, playing very the, good. The good thing, the good no, they're not, bro. They beat three terrible teams, and they just they they haven't beat anyone. Who have they beaten? That's good. The Browns or no, the Browns beat them. I don't know. The remember. Browns beat them 14-7 at home. I mean, oh yeah, no, what a weird. But they are playing, they are beating NFL teams. Yes. They're playing good teams. They're I mean yeah. they're playing they're they're playing good football. I'm I'm not I'm not listening. Yeah, I, there's not one there's not one team on this schedule besides like but the Washington football team and the New York Giants. I'm looking at those three games and I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't that, that doesn't listen, bother me at all. The Raiders are gonna be a problem. I think the Raiders just are gonna be a problem. Brett, just the fact that Brett is thinking about it is good. It is good, right? I was just thinking the just same the thing. Just the fact that he's saying, "I'm not <laughs> sure, I don't know," I'm thinking that's good. I mean, because yeah. that, that doesn't happen. 
2020 Brett would have been like, nah, no. nah, fam. The last 20, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's all right. The last 20 years, Brett, would not be doing that. <laughs> well, dude, listen, like I said, man, um, everything I ranted about in the beginning of the season is what this team is and everything I thought it was. You know, yeah. um, and it, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, even if we don't, I'm just really happy with this season. I mean, I don't know how we're going to keep everybody. <laughs> This is the crazy part, like what I've noticed about Dak. And it, it's so, I mean, it, it's something that you you can't teach, right? It's something that's inside somebody. Just to, his perseverance, just the way he bounces back, like that he's unfazed. It's like he throws an interception, right? Then he just comes right back and drives down. I mean, they say that, I mean, you hear other quarterbacks say that all the time. Like you have, you have to have a short-term memory as a quarterback. You know, and that's what I think was a little, and as much as I love Romo, you know, guys know I'm a homosexual. That's the one thing with Romo is sometimes when he threw one interception, he ended up throwing three or four in a game. Right. It's and almost it was like, like a, it just yeah. distracted me. Just, not the all sky the time, fell. in a while. But, yeah. with, but Dak has been, this is the most consistent I've seen a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys in six games than I've seen since Troy. It's fair. That's, that's very fair. You know, and Dak has that Jordan thing. I was just watching something with Mike where he was – I forgot what team he was playing, but it was like three quarters he, he wasn't playing that well. And in the last 10 minutes of the game, one of the guys said, hey, Mike, it's the ball's not falling for you because they thought the game was over. And he just kicked it into a second gear. It's, Ended it's up scoring like 20 points in the fourth period. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. in the four, and then, and, you know, and and Dak, Dak has that too, man. Like when, when they scored again – the, again, bro, you got to watch these sounds of the sideline. Okay. When they scored again, he 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 looked as almost like when he, Rocky he, when Adrian he, told Rocky to win. He literally oh, when, <laughs> when he when he literally um he literally grabbed his helmet. Um, he grabbed his helmet. Gotcha, Keith. Um, which McCall? He grabbed his helmet and went right back on the field. Same thing with the Giants when they were still scoring, scoring. He was going like, "Who wants the next one, guys? Who wants the next one?" Yeah. You know, like there there was just that mentality. It's a dog dog mentality, and I love it. The Dallas Cowboys are, are rolling right now, and we're into a bye week, and obviously the next time you hear from us, we'll be heading into the Minnesota game on uh, Halloween night. But as of right now, the Cowboys are 5-1, and one, as, yes, Sturge predicted, uh, and, and I'm completely confident in every single game that they play. And- I had a set for it, too. <laughs> but anyway. Well, let so- me say something real quick. Okay? Go ahead. You yeah. remind me of a little bit? Who? Back when Mike Tyson was really good, I had a friend that, Every single Mike Tyson fight, he was like, oh, he's going to get knocked out this fight. He's going to get knocked. And he never did. And then when Buster Douglas knocked him out, he was like, see, I told you. <laughs> I consider like, myself yeah. full-blown, full-blown like Randy Randy Quaid, Major League Two type right yeah. now. And I'm just like, that's yeah. ah, all right. Don't blow it in the night. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's where I'm at sometimes. But I'm starting to think that every time Dak Prescott is on the field, we can score. And I don't think I've ever felt that way about any quarterback that I've ever watched. Ever watch? <laughs> Except when you're watching the game, Sturge. Except yeah, when you're watching the game. <laughs> I, so we, I just have we gotta just, have we gotta have an episode of us just reading the text through the game, just going through. <laughs> it's hysterical. I mean, that would be edit central because of the words and the verbiage that I decide to use in those games. I would probably more than likely be locked up. <laughs> so, but see, I can I be honest that. with you too, Sturgey? When, uh, when yeah. you showed your family setting of you watching the game. Yeah. The way those tech read, that's not how I picture where you're at. I picture you in like a like with that watching it with that wall behind you and like a dark area. Not with like 
your, your little beautiful little girl, your family, everything's all nice. I picture you in a, in a basement somewhere, just yeah, or in a bar in, in Newark. My dad, my dad used to have to watch games by himself. Like he wasn't like allowed around people. Like so, like I'm, I'm that, but I'm just trying to dial it down. Like when I'm, do you understand? There was one moment, guys, where I had my nephew in my one arm and my daughter next to me, and I'm sitting there, and like they're worried that the next play, the next bad play, and I'm just gonna spike my nephew into the earth. <laughs> So here's a little, here's a little example, real quick. Okay, this is this is 12 minutes left in the first quarter against the Patriots. Well, you're gonna so, read it? Yeah. With all, you know, I got, this one's gonna be a wrap real soon. <laughs> Just the vibe, honestly. If you guys don't feel it, then I don't know what to tell you. And I write a wrap, and then Brett writes, "I agree." And I go, "What yeah. does that mean? How, how am I?" I go, "I'm lost on that comment." And Brett agrees, "LOL." And you go, "This is what it means." It's I was trying to piss you off, <laughs> and I go ha 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 ha. And you're like McCarthy blew it. You just go off. I'm, like, That's it. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad you pulled that up. No, no, That's no, wait, hold on a second. There's there's a, there's something you said where we're just trying to to get you mad. Yeah, that's why I, I just cut it at that. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. That's where I was. Yeah, I thought that's why I laughed. up on me to, to like because you guys, you know, oh, I guess, so. God. Dude, cause I know, I've been ex- I I've been exposed. I know you. I know you. Your whole. I know you. Your whole life. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know what though? Also, Keith. Keith, yeah. I'm very, I'm very proud of you. I know we're gonna wrap this up right now, but like, I'm very proud of you. You have not given me and Brett. Six weeks into football, you have not given us the I'm putting my phone under the couch. I don't want to talk to you guys yes, anymore. I haven't, yes. You've I not haven't. done that yet. So I'm proud of you, man. I haven't. I haven't. Oh, We're all making strides here. <laughs> I love dude, there's nothing better when, when you say something to him and then he looks at you. Like he looks at you like, what what are you how how could you say that? And he and you could just get him, right? Like he's like a first, like you just your first pass. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. All right. Well, listen, we'll end this on a high note. The Dallas Cowboys are five and one. Let's enjoy the bye week. Let's get healthy. And uh, the next time you hear from us, we will be previewing the Minnesota Vikings, Dallas Cowboys, uh, almost a Thanksgiving Halloween game. Let's not rush it. Uh, So for Dave Sergio, Brett and Keith Ernst, this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast right here on the blog and blogging the boys podcast network. Be sure to subscribe to the network. Be sure to leave a comment, rate it, review it. And also, if you ask a question in the rating, we will answer it right here on the show. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy the week off. Go Cowboys.